Yes, we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toladano. John Wall doesn't need no introduction. It's an insider's look at the NBA and culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick of the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just 348 With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. Banging I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast is here. Higgity, have no fear. Museum quality I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast. I am back. I was not feeling good the other day. I explained why a bagel, cream cheese, and lox sandwich took me to my knees. Plus, the young shooter is here breaking down what went wrong on his 32nd birthday. And we break down the final results the jury has given their final results in the Johnny Depp Amber Turd case. We break it down beat for beat and poop for poop. All that and more on a brand new banging I Am Rapport stereo podcast coming up right now. Miles Jordan, a.k.a. the Bleach Brothers, a.k.a. the Dust Brothers. Uh, start this puppy up with something real nice. Start this puppy up with something real proper. Uh, but most importantly, start this puppy up with something real loud and real proper. I Am Rapport stereo podcast. Allegedly, let's fucking go. As I said, the now 32-year-old young shooter would be joining us. And boom, lo and behold, boom, he's here. Have no fear. Uh, the young shooter, a.k.a. Deuce Pacino, is here. How are you, young shooter? Hey, man. I'm, I'm good. How you doing? Man, I'm okay, brother. Um, no, oh, I, I lied. I lied, man. I'm not. I'm actually, I'm not doing great, man. I mean, <laughs> it's just... It's just fucking, 
I don't know, man. Sometimes you just wake up and it's just like, you just don't care. You know what I mean? It's just fuck the world kind of attitude. I, I just don't want to lie to people and say like, yeah, everything's great. Everything's great. It's just, it's, we're living in fucking tough times, man. Past three years have been fucking shit. I, 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 I agree. I agree. So you woke up in a shit mood. Shit mood. I'm, I have aches and pains too. I'm waking up. It's like ever since I turned 32, I, I'm starting to really feel my age now. It's it's not fun. But I'm not like you when you were 32. Like I feel like when you were 32, you were like on top of the fucking world, walking down the red carpet, slim, fucking ladies, man. You know, you were dating this actress, that actress. Like you looked good. I saw photos. I've seen you on film. I'm I'm not living that life. Well, listen, it's all relative. I, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. But it's all relative. I, I get it, man. I get it. You know, just some days. I don't know. But you just got to... What I've been trying to do is keep a diary of gratitude. I think I mentioned this the last time. You need that fucking diary of gratitude. And a lot of times I, I articulate my diary of gratitude when I'm in the shower, butt-ass naked. I have a great shower here in my uh, place here in New York City. It's an old school shower where you can, it's like a tub and the shower's in the tub, but you could sit down in there. And I have sat down in that shower for hours in my life. And I sit in there and I'm butt ass naked and I'm washing this dick. And, uh, you know, and I'm, I'm just, huh? Yeah, this is just like I, I just I'm not interested in this part of the story. You know what I mean? Like, but go ahead. You you were washing your dick and what else? Oh shit! Or not? Not go ahead. Maybe don't continue with this. It's not something I really want to listen to. But go go ahead. It's your podcast, so I'm I'm just here to listen. Oh shit! But when I'm in there, like I could, you know. There's so few places where you truly can turn things off. You know, everybody talks about turning things off. In the mm -hmm. shower, there's there's no phones. There's no anything. There's no remote control. There's no phone. It's just the water. It's like, it's so relaxing in there. And, and I try to just, you know, list off three to five things every day when I'm in that shower, washing that dick. Wow. Um, huh? Wow. No, it's just, I, I just never knew that you did this in the shower just you your thoughts and the water dripping down and things that you're grateful for like where where did this come about where did you and learn from about a meditation this from a meditation from, from a, me a meditation from a meditation you, you, a gratitude meditation but you know when i'm sitting in the shower when i'm actually sitting in there and like i sit in the shower because like i said it's not one of these like new age showers it's old school with a tub are you crying in there or because I'm just like nah, picturing you like. No, nah, I'm not crying in there. I'm not crying in the shower. I'm just chilling. I'm just, you know, I'm I'm breathing. I'm chilling. I'm thinking. Sometimes my eyes are shut. You know, mm -hmm. sometimes I'm like in a in, in I'm not sleeping, but I'm in a state of just real relaxation. <laughs> yeah, don't sleep, man. Huh? Yeah, don't sleep. That's how people fucking die like that. No, I'm oh, not gonna. You, I don't I'm think just like picturing you in the fetal position. You're falling asleep, like you and your thoughts. Like I'm, I'm worried about you now. <laughs> No, it's not like that. Anyway, that's where I'll list off things that I'm gr uh, grateful for. And it could be anything. It, it could be anything. It could be, you know, I'm grateful that I was able to enjoy 
that breeze at 3.33 in the afternoon. It could be, I'm grateful that I'm still able to enjoy watching NBA games. It could be, I'm grateful for my wife. I'm grateful for my dog. I'm grateful for my friends. It could be, it could be anything, but it doesn't have to be big. It doesn't have to be small. There's no rules and regulations. You just, you know, if you don't want to be redundant, you could be like, I'm so grateful that I was able to appreciate my ginger ale today. Like that fucking ginger ale, the way it hit my tongue. And I was so, it could be something as simple as that. That's that is the outlook everybody should have on life. And you know what? You're absolutely right, because I complain about this and that and just the dumbest shit. But you know what? And then I go on TikTok and I see like, I mean, not not to get fucking dark, but like go ahead on TikTok. Go ahead. No, I mean, it's just I I, fucked up. Go on because, yo, go on. It it, it makes you grateful. It, It makes you appreciate your life and grateful because, you know, there was like I was just scrolling on TikTok and there's a girl like. She, she's at a pool party with her friends and there's a photo of her like all in the pool. And then the next photo is her on the ground on a stretcher. And then she's talking about her journey of being a paraplegic and how she was at a pool party, jumped in the pool and her life changed like that. And how you should appreciate just being able to fucking walk and move. You know, she never thought that it, her life would now, be like that. Now, let me preface. Let me preface one thing before I go into some of the things I've seen in TikTok. Doing my gratitude list doesn't at all take me out of being a motherfucking cock-sucking, miserable fuck at times. Right. You can be both. I'm just letting you know. Like, it sounds good. Like, people might be like, oh, Mike Rapp, your grateful list. That it, I, I hope it inspires you. I'm just saying it's not a cure-all to being a fuck. Absolutely. Now, what I want to say about TikTok... I love TikTok. I love the algorithm. Uh, we're doing great on TikTok. I believe we're at 3.6 million. Mm-hmm. The, I've yet to be suspended on TikTok, unlike those miserable, ungrateful fucks at Instagram. <laughs> Facebook, Instagram, yeah. No, 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 no. Even Facebook is better to me than Instagram. Instagram is a well, bunch they, they, of... Oh, they, they're this, that's what's weird is they're the same, right? They, who knows? They're owned by the same... Who knows? Whatever. But have you ever come across pages on tiktok where it's like somebody standing there with like a rare disease yeah of course that you've never even heard of sometimes no 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 no. like you'll see like a person who's like growing like leaves out of their body or some kind of fucked up i mean fucked up fucked up shit and listen more power to you. Spread the word about your, your whatever disease and things. But there should be a warning. Because I've seen some things on there that are so disturbing. People showing off their diseases and their ailments. And I'm like, that's not something you should just come across. Especially after you just came out of the shower. Like, it's... A successful g- gratitude meditation. And then you open that and it's like, you need a trigger warning. I mean, have you seen some of those terrible things on there? They're horrific. Yeah, I... I yeah. I, I actually know what you're talking about, but I remember seeing a guy who had, like, scales on the back of his neck. Have you seen that? They're, like, doing a haircut, and he's got, like, fucking, like... I, I, I have no idea. It's I block something... those fucking assholes. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I block them. I block them. I block them. I report them. I think it's offensive to see somebody, like, on Instagram who's got, like... I don't even know what the fuck some of these things are. I'm like, is this, like a, 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 like, a makeup department? No, it's a real person just standing there, like... Look how fucking insane I look. And listen, God bless you. I have gratitude that I'm health. I'm healthy. That I don't have like a tree growing out of my my whole body. 
Like, but, I'm not, but, like, but there is such thing as being too comfortable on an app, right? I mean, I, you're getting a little too comfortable when you got fucking leaves sprouting out of you. Like, I, I, there's just some things I don't need to see. And there's something that you shouldn't feel that comfortable about posting. Or there should be a trigger warning. I agree. Especially because I'm getting blocked and sideswiped left and right just for simply saying fuck all the time. That's true. That's my that's my biggest offense is is saying fuck. I don't I don't need to see like a guy with toes uh, on his hands and like a dick growing out of his chest. Any of that weird shit. There is some foul shit. Well, I haven't seen that. I don't know. Yo, what kind I'm of telling fucking... you, I've seen some fucked up shit. That, that, All right, well, don't send it to I, me. I, I, when I see it, I'm like, erase it out of your memory. Erase it out of your memory. Then I, I, I like shut my eyes and I try to like block it without looking because <laughs> yeah. it's so gross. <laughs> yeah, that'll you'll get fucking PTSD watching that shit. Anyway, everybody was excited about the big 32 year old birthday bowling bash that you were oh, having. Oh man, thank you. Everybody was like, we want to hear about the shooter. We want to hear about the shooter's uh, birthday bash um, and all that stuff. Um, unfortunately, the entire birthday bash had to get canceled. Yeah. Birthday dinner, all this got canceled. Do, do you want to explain what happened? I, not much to explain. Just absolute fucking fail. Failed miserably. I was really looking forward to it. I had a, I had 15 of my friends locked in. Um, fucking sent out a group text like a schmuck. Told them all to be here at eight o'clock. We're gonna go walk over, go to the bowling alley at nine thirty. I wake up, of course, I wake up that fucking day, and I'm sick. I got a sore throat, body aches, turning into a cold. There's no way I'm going out. Then the next day, I was supposed to go out with my family for dinner. I have been sick twice. I was sick last month, and I and I'm still currently sick. I'm almost done. I'm almost out of it. But I've been sick twice in maybe three years. Ever since. They were like, all right, fuck the mask. Ever since I stopped with the mask and have just been roaming around, going to the movies, going to festivals, I I've been sick. And I have to say, I'm like, kind of fucking miss wearing my mask. Dude, I, I hate this shit. Is is COVID popping in LA right now? It's popping. I don't have, I, I've tested for COVID so many times. I don't know how I've dodged it, but um, it, it's, I think it's popping in LA right now. What about New York? I, I don't know. I it's just like I, I don't, don't know. Fucking know. I, I can't man. keep track anymore. Like I'm, I'm only wearing a mask when they ask me to wear the mask. Like I said a couple of uh, episodes ago, I feel like that second booster put the Maui Wowie on me. I don't know what what's going on. I'm with you on that. I'm with you on that. I I feel that too. You feel like that second booster did something to you, right? Yeah. Yeah. A yeah. little piece of me is not the same. And and no disrespect to the nurse who came over here and gave me that second booster, but. I, it, First of all, this guy was a fucking slob. Okay. Second of all, he pulls this vial out of his, like, you know, his fanny pack. I don't know what that was. He says it was yeah, a... Yeah, you're just like, you're trusting these guys with your fucking life. I mean, some of these nurses, you know, I, I want my nurses, like, you know, to be able to outrun me. I want my nurses in shape. This <laughs> guy, I could see his ass crack, you know, when he sat down. I mean, this guy... Like, I want my nurses in shape. Like, I want to feel inspired yeah. by these nurses, not, like, you know, look down at them and, and, like, judge them. Like, you're like a plumber. Like, there's... You look like an out-of-shape plumber, and you're sticking shit in my arm here, and... and but you still let him jab you. You didn't I fucking let him question jab it. Me. Uh, we all did. I, I don't know. And, you know, I... um. 
Everybody's sorry that your 32nd birthday bash got fucked up. Oh, it's fine, man. I, my 30th, I had the George Floyd riots. I mean, it's, it's becoming birthday, a theme right? now. The 30, On my birthday, that May 30th, 2020, that was the worst 30th birthday. It's just, yeah, I mean, yeah, man. These past few years have just been, ah, fuck it. Full disclosure, I didn't have a great week. I was not able to podcast Tuesday. Um, it's one of the rare times we uh, we had to cancel a podcast Tuesday, the day after this fucking stomp. You hear this cocksucker up there stomping? Oh, no. I might have to teach this fucking guy a lesson. It's been a little bit of time since I had to teach this fucking guy a lesson. Has that happened while you've been on the shower? Well, while you've been in the shower doing your gratitude journals? Because how do you balance that? You're doing your gratitude. You're, if I you're ever, in the if I position. Ever, if I'm ever doing my gratitude journals and I hear this fuck jumping on me. Yeah. I'm going to go up there with, with, with my soapy dick <laughs> and straighten him out. You swing that motherfucking dick, just smack him in the face. So Tuesday, I didn't do a podcast, and I'll tell you why. And and I hate not podcasting. This is like... Yeah, you don't do... You're, you're always podcasting. Yeah, we're, we're two times a week, rain, sleet, or snow. So I get up Tuesday. I got a lot to talk about. The NBA Finals are set. Had a whole long weekend. Um... I go outside, I'm sitting at my Starbucks, which, by the way, I had two incidents at my Starbucks. I won't get into that right now. What happened? All right. I I won't get into that right now. And I just don't feel like myself. I'm sitting there, I'm like, I don't feel like myself. I kind of like feel like, you know, and the day before I went for a long walk with my wife in Central Park, and I I didn't feel great. You know, it was hot out, and I felt kind of clammy, and I'm like, what the fuck, you know? Like, what, what's going oh, on? No. So, so the next morning, I wake up, and I'm just kind of like chilling, you know? I'm, I'm like, I was literally like, I'm going to podcast in an hour. I'm, I'm going to get it together, ba 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 And I'm like, let me, let me put some food in my stomach. So I go to the bagel, cream cheese, and lox joint, okay? I get myself a nice everything bagel toasted. I get myself some tofu scallion cream cheese. I get myself... So, Locks, and I say extra locks, I'll pay more. I get uh, some, some tomato, I get some onion, some capers. This guy brings out this gorgeous fucking sandwich. I mean, it's beautiful. It's, it's toasted perfectly, it, and I, I'm eating it outside. I'm like, I'm taking my time. I'm eating it outside. I'm not stuffing my face with it. I mean, it's a gorgeous bagel, cream cheese, and locks, everything bagel, toasted, gorgeous. So I eat the thing, and I don't, like I said, I'm eating it slow, which I normally don't do. I'm enjoying myself. There's like these little kids walking by. You know how they, I don't know if they have this in LA, but like, you know, when they have like preschool kids, they leash them up. Yeah. 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 Like a little train. Little train. Kids, yeah. Little train of three year olds, sweaty three year olds. And they're so fucking cute. And I'm watching them and I'm like, hey, I'm waving at them. And they all wave because the teacher would be like, say hi. So they just all wave. And it's a great thing. And I'm, I'm, I'm out there. It's like, you know, it sounds like a movie. It's a picture perfect day. Picture perfect day. A bagel, cream cheese, and locks, and, and a train of Kids preschoolers. Kids are fucking waving. I mean. So I go into Dwayne Reed. I needed to get some mouthwash and some toothpaste because my wife is on this shit with like all natural mouthwash, all natural tooth, toothpaste. And then when I use it, and then she goes, your breath stinks. I go, because this is not, this is yeah, not good. It's not killing anything. Like I, I need, I need like, you know, scope. Listerine, shit like that. So I go in there, I get my, my toothpaste, get my thing. I, I come home. This is all in a span of four blocks. This is, I eat the bagel. I go get the Dwayne Reed. This is now four blocks and 15 minutes later. I get into my apartment. 
as soon as I get in my apartment, I throw up everything. I mean, everything I just ingested, everything, everything. I'm fucking puking, puking, puking. It all comes out. Every piece of fucking bagel, cream cheese, and locks. Yeah. The whole thing comes out. I'm like, oh, fuck. You know, and obviously after you puke, you feel better. Like, I feel better, but I was like, I don't feel good. So I'm like, let me just chill. Let me fucking, you know, I used my new scope, rinsed my mouth out, brushed my teeth, you know, get all the shit in my, let me just chill for a little. And, and this, the whole day, I just was not right. Next day, I wasn't right. And, you know, to be totally honest, I don't feel totally myself now. I feel better. I feel better. You know, and the thing is, is that, you know, I'm having some issues, you know, like uh, my colitis is a little bit acting up. So you might. Yeah. You might see me, Michael Rappaport, a.k.a. the Gringo Mandingo, a.k.a. the Sultan of Sniff. This is the time of year. This is where you might see me shitting outside. It oh, could, no. It could happen. You're warning everybody now. I mean. And I love the fans. Okay, and, and I'm always down for the fans to say what's up to me. But if you do happen to see me shitting outside, and, and I've never gotten caught. And I don't think at 52 years old, this crafty veteran is ever going to get caught. But, but if you do see me shitting outside, don't say anything to me. Don't mic rap me. <laughs> don't, yo, you really do this mic rap. You're really about that life, Mike Rap. What about Baba Booey? Can they shout out Don't Baba Booey? Baba Booey me. Nothing me. Let me do what I got to do. Nah, fuck that. I say take the photos, film it, antagonize you, and send that shit to TMZ. I would love to see you, Mike Rapport, caught shitting outside of the 405 freeway. Oh, that would be amazing. Michael Rapport caught shitting. On a beautiful Sunday morning in Central Park. The kids are horrified. Thousands of feet away from the, the Central Park Zoo. Yeah, you'll catch a charge for that, bro. But my, my technique, my technique is so is so good. And my, my shit game is so insane. And my three-point stance is so like it's so immaculate. It's so like I have it down to a science. But full transparency, like I just don't. I'm not right right now. My colitis started acting up. My fucking phlegm's up over the top. I went to a doctor today. We're, we're what doing, did he say? What happened? We're, 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 well, we start with the full blood, full piss test, and we want to get to the bottom of it because I'm not a hundred percent right. I'm just not a hundred percent right. You know, I've been eating well. Aside from that bagel, cream, cheese, and lox, I have been eating very well. I haven't been on any sugar. Haven't been on any Arnold Palmer's. I, I, I've been really good. So and that's hard, man. I mean, that shit is hard to stay away from sugar. And I mean, just fucking Arnold Palmer's and shit for you. You I, have been eating well. I have seen it. Yeah, it's not so, easy. You know, the only benefit of ulcerative colitis is that you lose some weight. But I, I'm not down with that. Like, I don't need to lose weight. In that way, I, I I don't need it. So I'm trying to get that and just my bronchiectasis and, and just my my whole, my overall program needs to get fixed. I don't know what it is. I, I'm just trying to to nail it down. But but unfortunately, the other day, I just couldn't pull it together. I was too, I was too dinged up. I was too fucked up. Well, I'm sorry to hear that, bro. I, I don't know what, I don't know what that's from. Everyone's, a lot of people are not feeling well, I guess, right now. But your thing, I, I mean, that sounds like a stomach bug. But if you're only throwing up once, I mean, what kind of Jew, what kind of Jew throws up a bagel, cream cheese, and lox? <laughs> right. I mean, that's like, you know, a bagel, cream cheese, and lox is such a, such a, it's such a soft that's spot a delicacy, for me. I mean, I mean it's such yeah. a, do you like bagel, cream cheese, and lox? I've never been 
that big of a fan of the lox part. Even though I like salmon, I don't know what it is. I just I don't I don't like the pairing bagel, cream cheese, and lox. Weird. But I was bar mitzvahed. You weren't, so I, I can yeah, have that. Yeah, but you're British, so maybe that yeah, has to whatever. do with that. Because I like baked beans, sumi, fuck it. Yeah, I, I don't know. What kind of... All right. You were bar mitzvah. Yeah, I don't, you don't like, like the way you say that, though. But you, you you don't like bagel, cream cheese, and... Who doesn't like bagel, cream cheese, and lox? All right, well, you fucking asked me. I mean, me. I guess me. I am Rappaport Podcast. We are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the Draft. King's YouTube channel is called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and culture surrounding the league. John Wall, baby, needs no introduction. Every week, the five-time NBA All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA draft, John Wall will give his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA and what's going on now in the league. CJ will bring his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John Wall will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show to give their unfiltered accounts of what's really going on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just 348 With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. We need to talk about Amber Turd, Johnny Depp. But um, you had a sneak preview of the Baz Luhrmann, who directed Chicago. He directed Romeo and Juliet. Um, he directed a bunch of other films. Moulin Rouge. Moulin Rouge. Great Gatsby. The Great Gatsby. You had a, a sneak preview of going to see the Baz Luhrmann Elvis film. I did, yeah. So, for the listeners that don't know, my mom is best friends with Priscilla Presley. And Priscilla Have you ever was met hosting... Elvis? No, I'm, I'm 32. You never got I, I to meet, meet Elvis? Elvis? No, I didn't meet him because he, he died at 42 in like 19... 
No, I didn't meet Elvis. But but if your mom's friends with Priscilla Presley, how did you never? Yeah, she was friends with her after Elvis, man. I I didn't get to meet Elvis. It wasn't like oh, come on, hey, you can Uncle tell Elvis. everybody if you met Elvis. Tell everybody. Come on. Yeah, I would fucking tell you if I met him. I, I didn't meet him. I didn't mean it. I was born in 1990. Fuck are you talking about? <laughs> you mean did I meet Elvis? Be crazy for me to ask you if you met Elvis. Fuck. Anyway, got a little preview of the Elvis movie. She was having a little friends and family uh, private screening at, at Warner Brothers and got to go, which was, I mean, look, I, I don't think the movie looks that great. I ended up seeing it. Movie was okay. My whole family actually really loved it, except for me and my sister. I wasn't crazy about the movie, but uh, the kid in it who played Elvis did a great job, Austin Butler. And um, overall, it was just really cool to see it with Priscilla, watching her watch someone on screen play the young version of her and and just hearing her talk about, like, yeah, you know, all that shit. But it, it was really cool to just see it like that. But... Um, Did you talk to her after the movie? Yeah, I, I talked to her after it, and she was like, you know, 80, 85% of the movie is accurate, and um, and she really likes it. And uh, the only thing that was really weird about the movie is they're playing, they have Cardi B and, like, the Backstreet Boys mixed into the music. Like, it's so bizarre to me. Like, they'll play some of the Elvis stuff, and then, like, in the background... Cardi B is like all of a sudden she has a song and I'm like what the f this is just a interesting that's weird interesting choice but that's very Baz Luhrmann I guess to I I don't know I liked it more than is the Great Gatsby. Is there a Gatsby, lot of musical but... sequences? Yeah, there's musical sequences. It's cool, but I, I you know I would have preferred to see like the Walk the Line version of the Elvis movie, you know, like Walking Phoenix style. But this was very big very theatrical do they show um, him like when he's on drugs and shit yeah they show him when he's on yeah he did a good job i mean he did does a really he, good job like a but one two three o'clock four o'clock he doesn't i don't think five, he does six, that seven o'clock eight o'clock he doesn't do that one no but that was that, that was good go, that was a good impression but a hound dog do hound dog Hounded they do hound the dog yep yep they do are you lonesome dog yeah man Hounding all the time did they do that yeah, that's good, man. I like your. I, I would love to see you as Elvis. Oh, that would have been. That would have been amazing to Do see you as Elvis. Do you think I should Elvis. be mad that I didn't get to play Elvis in the Elvis film? Should I be I'm surprised pissed? you should I be up like for fucking calling my agents and be like, "How the fuck did you not get me to play Elvis in, in the Elvis movie? I mean, at least like I, I'm just like a casting, like a fucking screen test. It ain't well, nothing just, but a hound dog. Yeah, that's good, man. Hounding all the time. I don't Ain't think it's hounding all the time. Hound dog. Crying I'm all the time, brother. Crying all the time. Yeah, that's good, man. Thank yeah, you. I mean, I'm just surprised that it wasn't like, you know, Miles Teller was up for it at one point. I, I was surprised it wasn't like Miles Teller, Austin Butler, Michael Rappaport, but that would have been an interesting casting choice. Just I think you know what it would have been really cool to see you as I like should, go ahead. older Elvis. Or maybe as the Colonel. You would have been great as the Colonel. Who plays the colonel? Um, Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. He's in like a fat suit and he's got this like German accent. He's like, oh, Elvis. It's it's really weird. Isn't it? Uh, well, um, all right. And of course, have you seen anything else? Have you have you started watching the offer? I didn't. So should I start that? Trust me, it's very good. I saw Top Gun with Miles Teller, who's in the offer. Oh, how is that? Top Gun is awesome. It's so much fun. I got to be honest with you. I don't think I saw the first one. 
I um, never saw. I never saw Top Gun. You didn't. Never. Surprisingly, saw, you didn't. I never saw a frame of Top Gun. Weird. Never saw a frame. Is that the one where he goes? You don't put baby in the corner. I I don't know. I didn't see it, but I'm I'm shocked that you didn't see it as like an actor in the fucking '90s. That, that was like the it. biggest movie. I, I don't. What was fuck it? With airplanes and shit like that. Uh, I didn't fuck with it. I didn't see it. I never saw it. The the great Tony Scott. I never saw yeah, it. Yeah, Tony Gun. Scott. I mean, you weren't like I gotta watch this before I start. I mean, I had seen other True Tony Romance. Scott films before I did True Romance, but I never saw a fucking Top Gun. I never saw a frame of it. So is it what is it called? Top Gun's Maverick. Top Gun Maverick, and um, I get apparently it's like way better than the first one. I, I mean, it fucking broke every record. It's like the biggest movie. It's awesome. It's so fucking cool. They're really flying these like fighter jets, F-18s and shit. I watched the making of and how they did it, and it's it's really, really cool, and it's definitely a movie you have to go see in theaters, and Tom Cruise is just a fucking animal. It's, it's crazy. It's really an cool. Animal. Was it was it a packed theater? Packed opening day. I I mean I think it's like the biggest movie opening ever. Well, some, that's good. People need to get back to the movie theater. You think Tom Cruise is like some sort of robot or something? Yeah, he's on some LeBron shit. You know, it's in the way of like making movies. It's I've heard, I've just heard so many things about him. I've heard that he's a nightmare to work with. I've heard. I, I don't know. I think just because of how controlling and he's like a fucking director. He's like the director of those movies. Yeah, he, he's sick. He's sick. Well, that's good to know. Maybe I'll go fuck with a Top Gun Maverick, even though I didn't see Top Gun. Yeah, we got to fuck with that. And uh, and so you have been watching The Turd Trial. I have been watching The Turd Trial. Because it's over now. We got the verdict it's is in. It's finally over. I mean, the, the last time you were on the podcast, I, I said if I were the judge... What would have happened? And it kind of happened, except for there were damages given on both sides. Which was interesting. It was like, it was, um, what was it, $2 million that he has to pay to Amber Turd. And Johnny she's Depp has pay. to pay $2 million to Amber Turd for something his lawyer said. That Oh, interesting. It, it, what, she, what she was doing is a hoax. And then Amber Turd has to pay... Like thirteen million. Thirteen million dollars for her Washington Post um, you know, story where she basically allegedly accused, because I don't want to get caught up in any of this, accused him of, you know, beating her and you know, all, all this abuse stuff. And it's been just weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks. But in the county where it it took place in Virginia, um, like the the max that you could pay for these kinds of damages is only ten million, so so basically, she has to pay him like ten point something million dollars in punit. Is it punitive damages? Punitive damage. I mean, they obviously knew that going in, but wasn't he asking for fifty million or something? So they knew they were only going to get ten million at the end. Who the fuck? I think it was really just about winning. This wasn't about him getting I mean, a check. It was about him clearing his name, and what a shit show this the entire and thing. And we were invested. We, I was watching like I was watching every fucking clip. I was watching the whole thing. I don't even know what got me invested in it, but I, I mean, and he wasn't there at the end when they read the verdict. He was out playing with fucking Jeff Beck in London. But Amber Turd was there when they read the verdict, which was even better. I, I was so much rather that I could see her face when they read it. But so they defamed each other. I, I don't fucking get it. 
They defamed each other. Fact. They abused each other. Just like I said, these two were out of their fucking minds. Toxic, tumultuous relationship. Toxic, tumultuous, just... Volatile. Volatile relationship. And the sad part is, is that we watched. The sad part is, is that we invested ourselves. The sad part is, is that we, we podcasted, we TikToked, we discussed, we waited, we hemmed, we hawed. But yet we'll never know who shat the bed. Right. We're yeah, never well, gonna, who, who do you think? I personally think that Amber Turd shat the bed. You do. You don't think it was her teacup Yorkie? I don't think it was her teacup Yorkie. I don't think Johnny Depp shat the bed. Although he seems like the type of person who would shit the bed. Yeah, he kind of does. He's on that vampire weird he's shit. on that weird thing like he, he's like mr you know like kind of practical joker he seems you know especially when he's <laughs> on drugs he's very 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 dark um i think that johnny depp uh did not shit the bed if i was a betting man if i could bet on this at mybookie.ag i would 100 percent say that amber turd is the one who shat in the bed but the sad thing is we will never know right and it reminds me of the great Little John song. You know the J Little John song, Turn Down for What? Of course. It reminds me of that song because I go, Turned down for what? <laughs> Turned down for what? Turned down for what? Oh, man, that's great. That would be a I'm, sick that, remix. If is it, that a hashtag? Oh, that should go turned viral. Turned down for what? And, you know, that's great. The thing that makes me think that Amber Heard is a nut job is because right after she lost, she's still going on claiming her innocence and talking about how she's fighting for women. Now, let me be careful and thoughtful how I articulate this here, but women are harassed all the time in slight ways, in overt ways, in disgusting ways, in criminal ways. You know, they're catcalled on the street, you know, and I get all that. You know, they're sexually abused and all that stuff. But when a woman is harassed and all that stuff and she's fighting back, somebody like Amber Heard getting in there and thinking that her super privileged life and her situation of being married to Johnny Depp, one of the biggest stars in the world, and this totally, completely toxic relationship and how... She's going to write a Washington Post ad thinking there's not going to be any ramifications, how you're going to accuse this person of doing these horrible things of you, and you're doing it not for yourself, because she says she's not doing it for herself. She says she's doing it for all women. And, and I start to think, bitch, you ain't Rosa Parks, bitch. You're not Billie Jean King. You ain't Amelia Earhart. You're just some fucking crazy actress who's whacked out of her fucking mind, who uh, doesn't really know her identity, and stop making it seem like you were anointed to fight for all women. You're fighting for yourself. You, wa you wrote that Washington uh, Post ad for yourself. It puts you in the spotlight. You, you're not helping out the girl in the supermarket who's being harassed by the guy in the fucking meat section. You're a very, very, very privileged Hollywood star who dates Hollywood stars and who dates Hollywood directors and who lives in that world, and you met your fucking match. Amber Turd met her fucking match. You tried to bring this guy down, and he's like, fuck you. 
even if I have to go up there and reveal things about myself that I want no one to know about me, you're not going to lie on my fucking name. And it didn't have anything to do with power. She was on the stand just as long as he was on the stand. It had nothing to do with the court of popular opinion. You wanted this smoke. You wanted to write a Washington Post op-ed about this fucking guy, your ex-husband, and, and say that he beat you? You can't say people beat you. Yeah, what do you think is going to fucking happen? And you think you're Amelia Earhart? You ain't flying no planes across the country. You're just a, a motherfucker. You're doing this for yourself. And a lot of times these, these, these women, especially in this modern age, it seems like they think, well, I'm fighting for all women. No, you're fighting for yourself. And if it helps and inspires other women, cool. But you're a gent, because then it seems like you're on some self-fulfilling prophecy. No, it's true. I mean, I, she, I feel like she was performing the entire time, the entire trial. She's looking at the jury. She's she's putting on a whole fucking act. And then when they read the the verdict that, you know, she defamed him, you could tell that it looked like she was really, truly going to cry for the first time at but the she end. Didn't. She didn't. She didn't. She's so dark and dead inside that even when she lost that $8 million or that $13 million, she still couldn't shed a tear. Because let me tell you something. If they hit me for $13 million, Motherfucker, you'd see me crying. You'd see me crying. You'd see me crying in the courtroom. You'd see me shitting in the courtroom. You'd see a whole bunch of things <laughs> happening. In the if, if, if I got hit for $13 million in a defamation case, I'd be shitting. I'd be crying. All sorts of bodily function. I'd be throwing up. <laughs> Everything would be happening to me. Amber Turd didn't even cry in the courtroom. <laughs> That's so tight, man. I would love to be in there. I would love to be in that courtroom. Why'd you do that, man? I'd be laughing my fucking ass off, man. That's sick. That is so tight, man. Oh, man. I wish we could have seen that happen. Can you imagine if, oh, she, if she got down there and really shat? I mean, if she started shitting right then and there, I, that would have been, I mean, I felt like I was watching the OJ case watching that Yo, verdict, man. That was crazy. When you go through hell and high water Ooh. and you're sharing it all and you're putting it all on the line and who shat the bed and who beat who and who's drunk, who's on these pills, and then they hit you for $13 million, you're supposed to shit in the courtroom. I'd be shitting right in that courtroom. Yo, Damn. They'd, they'd have to get the hazmat suits. They'd be like, get out of my court. You're out of order. And I'd be like, yeah, I'm not out of order. You're out of order. You're out of, You're out of order. Johnny we'll Depp is out of order. Sir. Camille's out of order. I'm not out of order. Everybody in here should be shitting themselves. <laughs> That's great. Mark that, bro. That's funny. So wait, so that $15 million, that $13 million, that's coming straight out of her pocket does she have, like, what happens if you don't have 13 million? Like, is she worth 13 million dollars? You know, having 13 million dollars is that. a lot of money. Like, if you have 13, she, she doesn't have 13 million dollars. That's what I mean, though. So, what? She's fucking, she's bankrupt now. She'll have what, to probably, I'm guessing she'll probably have to file bankruptcy. And if she works, and nobody's going to be quick to hire her. I mean, no, Johnny, no, 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 Johnny, no. She, Depple, wait, wait, Johnny, bankruptcy. She'll have to go bankruptcy, and then there'll be some sort of court thing. Like, if you make money, it's going to have to go to Johnny Depp. But And doesn't she have to pay the $7 million to the children's hospital and all that, too? Why she hasn't paid that? I don't think she has to pay that. That just goes to show that she's full of shit. Yeah. Oh, man, that's fucking crazy. And, and you know, Johnny Depp, he'll make a comeback because he's Johnny Depp, and he won. But it'll never be the same. No, it'll never be the same. But like you said, I think that, I mean, I think his reputation 
you know, I think he'll get his reputation back somewhat, but it'll never be the same. But I think that Amber Turd, in, in the end, I think that's going to really fuck her up, her whole reputation in Hollywood. Yeah, because it's not like she's, like, at the top, but, like, she's an A-list star with this um, incredible talent. It's not like she's Meryl Streep. No. And they got, what, like, 2.5 million signatures to boot her off of the aqua? I mean, that is... Yeah, people do not fucking like her. I bet you Johnny Depp, because, you know, Johnny Depp always seems like he's the type of person, not to be a prick, yeah. but he just seems like the type of person that, like, you know, probably didn't like dealing with fans, probably didn't, like, I guarantee you now he's going to appreciate every single time he gets recognized and somebody gives oh, him... Oh, yeah. Even at the courthouse, you saw him taking all the flowers and gifts and waving. I mean, he's... he's out there looking like Michael Jackson and shit. <laughs> you know what? He's out, he's, out, he's out there looking like Michael Jackson. He's out there looking like MJ with the nose tape on. <laughs> he, he kind of is. That's what he reminds you of, the long hair and the waving yeah, up the he fucking looks Escalade. Fucking nuts. He looks fucking nuts. Johnny Depp is fucking out there. He's way the yeah, fuck out there. But he's, he's out there. But It's just yeah. crazy like how like such a huge star, like something like this just knocks you down into some other kind of place. Like, But he fought. He was like, yo, fuck that. You can't go around telling, you know, saying you beat no. people. You can't go around making up shit. You can't go around saying you have herpes. You can't go around saying right. you, you smack women. You can't go around saying shit like that. You there's can't do it. There's repercussions. There's repercussions. When you go around saying people have herpes and they don't have herpes, there's repercussions. When you go around saying that people beat women and they don't beat women, there's repercussions for that shit. You can't go around telling people you have sexually transmitted diseases when they don't have sex. Like, unless I fucked you in the ass... And I gave you a sexually transmitted disease, and you could prove that? You can't go around saying that. I'm with you. No one's going to be saying that shit about me. What, did you fucked them in the ass and gave them an STD? Yeah, all that shit that you're <laughs> talking about. You, I, I didn't say any of that shit. Oh, man. But, We're cooking. We're cooking anyway, on that gas right now. Yeah, cooking on gas. Absolutely. I am Rappaport Podcast. We are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and culture surrounding the league. John Wall, baby, needs no introduction. Every week, the five-time NBA All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall will give his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA and what's going on now in the league. CJ will bring his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John Wall will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show to give their unfiltered accounts of what's really going on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscored team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscored.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. 
Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great conversation. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. I got my meal plans. How's that going? It's been good, man. This fucking being sick has been a real setback because I haven't been at the gym Fuck. and feel like I'm losing it. I'm going to Cabo soon. I'll try to get those fucking muscles going. Fuck. And, uh, but everything is good, man. We're, we gotta just, we gotta keep our fucking chin up. We gotta Ugh. stay positive. We can't talk about how, how shitty life has been no, lately no, and all these tragedies. The, you gotta lean into the gratuity. You have to. You have to. We're, we're, we should be fucking grateful we're alive and breathing and we, have our family and friends and everybody's good. Things could be fucking worse. Did That's I say gratuity? Things... The, grat- the gratitude. Yeah, I, it ain't the fucking restaurant, man. We're no, not the gratitude. You got to lean into the, the gratitude. gratitude. Um, no, it's yes. true because because uh, anything that I know I'm dealing with is light. Outside of the health stuff, because the health stuff kind of bugs me out. Like, like when I'm not feeling myself, like I'm like, what the fuck, man? Like, what the fuck is this shit? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. what is this well, shit? Hopefully they'll get to the bottom of that. Let me know if I can bring you any soup or anything, bro. Well, you're in you're in LA. I know, but it's just the gesture of saying, like, you know, let me know if I can help you with anything. Obviously, I'm not gonna help you with anything. I'm out in LA, but I'm just saying like if, if you if you need anything, I'm always here for you. If you want me to pick up some soup, you want me to send you some cookies you, or get you, you some ice cream. I'll bring you soup if you need soup and then you're not here. Because I'm trying to be a, a good friend. That's yeah, what friends you, you do. Yeah, but you can't They're bring like, me soup. So if I go, yeah, please bring me soup, and then I'm like, wait a minute. How the fuck could you bring me soup? You're not here. Why would you even suggest that? Because it's the thought that counts. It's what everybody says. The it ain't thought the that thought counts. that counts. It's the actual action. Like if I needed some soup, and I go, oh, but then you can't bring me soup. So just don't well, put it out there. Well, ask your wife. Well, ask your fucking wife to get you soup. I'm not getting okay, it. Okay, 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 okay. Anyway, the NBA Finals. We came, we saw, we conquered. Well, the NBA Finals, are, are you invested in these NBA Finals? Game one is down. Oh, Golden I was going to do that. I was, oh, yeah. No, I no, I haven't been watching shit, honestly. But I, I heard, uh, what is it, Golden State Warriors and fucking... Golden State Boston. I want fucking Golden State to beat the shit out of the Boston Celtics. It's going to be tough. Me too. Me too. It's going to be... Because growing up in LA, you're like fucking... Ra- I mean, you're raised to hate the Celtics, I feel and, like. And growing up in New York City, you're raised to hate the Celtics. But like I've said many, many, many times, and I articulated in my book, this book has balls, sports rants from the MVP of Talking Trash. I w- my father never put that on me. It was just like a fish in water. As soon as I started following basketball, I hated the Boston Celtics. No one put that what, in my why? book. I don't know. It's like... You know how, like, nature, like, when you watch those octopus documentaries or you watch, like, sharks and they do, like, it's just like, I'm a New Yorker and I knew, uh-huh. fuck the Boston Celtics. That reminds me of, like, Anne Hathaway. It's like, you don't know why, but it's like, I, I don't like you. 
it's I just grew up not liking you. I don't know what it is. No one told me not to like you, but you know, like the world just doesn't like Anne Hathaway. I grew up the same way. Like I just don't like you. You don't like Anne Hathaway? No, I feel like I feel like you ask anybody, do you like Anne Hathaway? They're all gonna be like, eh, she's fucking annoying. So Anne Hathaway is the Boston Celtics of acting. Acting, a hundred percent. Wow. I promise you, ask, wow. ask that. We're, we're, fucking blow we're your into mind. some cool shit today. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. This is like a fucking Joe Rogan podcast today, man. We're getting fucking existential, brother. Yo, I was listening to Mike Tyson on a podcast the, the, last night talk about eating that that toad venom. <laughs> Yo, were, were you there when I was doing his podcast and they were talk, trying to get me to, to fuck with that toad venom? <laughs> I wish. What does that do? He, he says it's like... It, it, fuck the ketamine and fuck all that other goofy shit. He said that toad venom, it's like you leave your body straight up. But for what? You're, you're trying to help with depression? All of that. Anxiety? All that. But, but or is, are you just trying to get high off toad no, venom? No, no. But listening to Mike Tyson say, that toad, yo, and I was on that toad. That toad. Wow. He's on some He tried to, he's he's on tried, some he tried to suggest it to me to get on that toad. I said, Mike, it's never happening. Yeah, you're not. I mean, you can't even fucking rip the bong with me. You think you can start fucking? I'm not with fucking toad with that venom? toad. I'm not fucking with that toad. I I have a question for you. It's something that I've been wondering. Oh, I like that you raised your hand. Yeah, because I raised. Yeah, I well, I've been wondering, are you ever going to write a sequel to this book has balls, and will you ever direct another documentary again? I was thinking if I ever wrote a sequel to this book has balls. It would have to be more politically, the angle would have to have some politics in it because even though I, I didn't do it on purpose, the, my voice and my opinion in politics resonates so hard body karate that if I was going to do one, it would have to like, you know, be rants about politics. And as far as a documentary, I may direct one. I may never direct one. It, the only way you could direct the documentary is you have to be fully in love, fully engaged, and fully dedicated, and the story must be told. It's not something you could half-ass. It's not something you could tip-dip your toe in. Uh, it's not something that you could, you know, like, oh, I'm just kind of doing this or I'm playing. It's got to be full tilt. And nothing is, has grabbed you where you're like, I have to make something on this. Nope. Nope. And I don't know if it will, but if it does, you know, we'll do it. You know what? I have an idea for the sequel for your book. What if we took every single rant all the way back from 2016 on your Instagram, every or 2016, whenever you first started talking about Donald Trump, the Tiki Torch Warriors, everything that you've ever done up until now, collect every single rant and transcribe it into text into a book and make all of those chapters from years. That would be cool. And then you could sort of like break down what was happening, what was going on. You could, you could like arrange them because they're all be out of order, but you could that do like the start of Trump. That, that would be kind of sick. If he comes back, and I do believe he's coming back, if he comes back, we put that on the table. Because that would be really, there, I mean, you have so many, not even just Trump, but I'm just talking about just, it would be almost like a timeline yeah. of like, that might be you know, sick. Of, that might be of sick. everything that's happened. That would be really cool for you. Um, good idea. Anyway, you're, that's a little idea. Today. Well, Even though you're under the weather, you're sharp today. Funny, I smoke, bro. I ripped the bong about three hours ago, so I was like kind of worried that maybe I wasn't going to be good nah, on the podcast. Sharp but today, feeling, big feeling good, bro. Need to smoke more of that weed, brother. Thank you, man. Thank you. Um, came, saw, conquered.
absolutely disrupted. Came saw disrupted. I am Rapport Stereo Podcast. I told you uh, uh, next week I will be in Virginia Beach. I will be at the Funny Bone in Virginia Beach, the 10th and 11th. Uh, Funny Bone, Virginia Beach, and then the following weekend, the 16th, 17th, and 18th in San Antonio, Texas. All tickets, all information available, michaelrappaportcomedy.com. Came so disrupted. Miles Jordan, a.k.a. the Bleach Brothers, a.k.a. the Dust Brothers. Let's get out of here. Uh, let's end this puppy with something real nice. Uh, let's end this puppy with something real proper. Uh, but most importantly, let's end this puppy with something real loud and, and real, real funky. funky. I am Rappaport Stereo Podcast. I'm out. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's like very of all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. <laughs> like, what did we do? It's so slow. Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just 348 With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for.